Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, everyone. It is the build-up show. Liverpool are supposed to be taking on Tottenham Hotspur this weekend. <laughs> um, will they? There's no way of knowing right here, right now. But we have got this. Uh, we have got Steve Fulkerson and Young in the studio. So we'll talk about it as though it's definitely going ahead. And if it doesn't, then, well, shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, basically, in a, in a nutshell. Um, yeah, there's nothing really more we can do about it other than that. We, we are... Um, you know, Friday now after the Newcastle games, we're all feeling pretty good about things. Liverpool a point behind Man City at the top of the league. Tottenham Hotspur, we know a, a, a potentially a tricky opponent to come, but as it stands, Spurs haven't played a league game since like the fifth of December. This is like their fourth game they've missed this season, three of which due to a, a COVID outbreak in the squad. Um, if it goes ahead, Steve. It is a massive game. It's got very similar vibes to this time last year. Yeah. You know, Tottenham, albeit not not at Anfield this time around, but it's getting to the real crunch time now. Chelsea dropping points. We're gonna sort of sort the wheat from the chaff here between Liverpool and City potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, Liverpool just need to keep the foot to the floor. Totally, Spurs away is always a, a mark on the calendar as a potentially tough game. Yeah. Albeit we have a decent record down there, mm-hmm. um, the four-one aside, obviously, but that was a catalyst for many, many improvements, yes. wasn't it? Um, so yeah, Spurs away will prove to be a, a tough nut to crack. Conte will look at Liverpool as a as a measurement of how far he's got them in terms of the time he's spent with them on the training pitch. They will be different to what we played with before because he's a different manager and he asks for different things. So mm-hmm. um, it will be it will be a war of attrition down there because they will be if they're fit and the game goes ahead. Obviously, we've said that um, he's doing different things with them in terms of their intensity and how much work they do than anybody's ever done down there before. Yeah. So I think that will be the, the number one thing to overcome. It will be a full ninety minute game or however long it goes. They will go right to the end. Yeah. It's it's. It's so hard to judge Spurs in because they've got three games in hand in the Premier League at the moment. The seventh, you go oh, seventh. Well, seventh is fine. You know, we know that they were they were in the Conference League, but you know that's absolutely that's all fallen to bits in the last in the last week or two as well, which might end up playing to their favour in the in the long run, of course. But it's yeah, I don't quite know where they're at. We know the tough points. We know they beat City first game of the season. They've not they didn't really settle um, under uh, Nuno Espirito. Santo, you know, it wasn't it's clearly a bad a, a bad appointment for them. We know Harry Kane can be good, but hasn't been good. We know Conte's a very good manager, all things Steve says there is true, but I have no idea what Tottenham are gonna walk into the you know, the the, the whatever the hell their toilet stadium is called these days. Um 
<laughs> so yeah, you know, it's 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 it is it's it basically I've never been in a situation like outside of when you play a random lower league team in a, an FA Cup and you've got no clue who they are, where I really have no idea how this how to how to go about predicting what this game's gonna be. I'm exactly the same as you. I don't know what I'd it's a strange one, isn't it? I'm just hoping with the games they've had postponed that we can catch them cold because this is gonna feel like a yes. feel, it's gonna feel like a pre season friendly to them because they haven't played for that long. Yeah. Um but as Steve says, Conte's teams are well drilled, so they'll be ready to try and win the ball off us when we're in their half and try and get us on the counter because they've got players there that can't hit you on the counter, obviously in song and players like that. Um, but I still think we should have enough. I still think we should have enough to beat them. I hope we've got enough to beat them. Just looking at their at their run of fixtures of late, you know, you go back to the twenty eighth Sunday, the twenty eighth, the Burnley game was postponed. They played Leeds and won. Uh, on the 21st, a week later, the burning against postponed because of the weather. They then beat Brentford 2-0, beat Norwich 3-0, and then since then they've had Brighton and Leicester games in the league, both postponed um, because of the, again, the, the, the COVID outbreaks in the in the squad. And that's, I think, Ian's point spot on there. And I wonder whether this was why one of the reasons Liverpool went so strong against Newcastle, because... Yes, there might be some issues of fatigue at a short turnaround period from Thursday night to, to Sunday afternoon, but a, a, a full-strength Liverpool team, there or thereabouts, should, even even with a bit of fatigue, should be sharper than a Tottenham Hotspur team that hasn't played a game of football in a, in a fortnight. Well, you'd like to think so, absolutely. It should um, be. <laughs> they're probably chomping at the bit to get back on the pitch and play, and that might not work in our favour, to mm-hmm. be fair. And you can expect them to start with a front three, which will they'll test us. I don't think they're they're going to go there to shut up shop against us and try and contain us. They've got three games in hand. They need to get some points on the board. Yeah. Um. He needs to start getting his stamp on the team. But but you, 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 as I say, I've said this a number of times on this show. Man City and Chelsea aside, we've got enough quality to beat anybody on the day. Yeah. You know those games are hair's breadth between how they go, aren't they? Yeah. We go to spares. We do what we do. We play as we play. We turn up. The key players we've all talked about, the best of everything, all turn up and do what they do. There's enough quality in there to win the game. They are an unknown quantity, like you say. It's, you might as well be playing Port Vale because you don't really know what you're going to get. Yeah. You have no idea what they're going to come with. Yeah, and and the thing is as well, you know, you're looking at the league table, and we mentioned they've got those three games in hand. <coughs> they will be, they'll be have every eye on the top four. You know, and there's no reason why they wouldn't do. It was your point earlier. I think it was on the final word, Steve. That. There's some situations where you, you just rather have the points on the board. Those game in hand, I think we all often look at them and go, oh gosh, you know, if you win all your games in hand. Now, there's a reason why they are where they are and they've been at the level that they've been at is that they're a team that most teams struggle to win three games on, on the bounce. That's just the, the, the yeah. nature of football. But I think they're a little underrated this season because at some point, Harry Kane's just going to start scoring goals again. And we know Son's a fantastic player, and we know Conte's a great manager. There's, I mean, Jurgen Klopp's not the kind of guy to take this lightly. But you're right. I think there's a, that there's definitely a contributing factor there. Being able to get back on the pitch after a while would be it would be a good thing. And it, it being Liverpool is is a real. There's a fire there, and again, there's a number of players. They just don't rotate. They don't. They haven't managed that squad very well over the years. So there'll be a lot of lads who remember the Champions League final and all yeah, that kind absolutely. of stuff as well. Um, yeah, we do need to be careful because it's got all the hallmarks of a game where it's going to be a, a a real football match. Oh, totally. Right, right from start to finish, and and he's he's probably more demanding of his players than Klopp is of ours. To be fair, that's that's his mantra. That's yeah. what he's been as a manager throughout his career, and he's. Um, 
credits himself for being the creator and the downfall of Juventus is Dynasty in Italy. So he's coming to Spurs with it, with something to prove to to English football because obviously he had the, the, the Chelsea job and that sort of ended up with a puff of smoke because he fell out with the, with the owner yeah. and he still feels he's got something to prove and he obviously thinks he can do something with Tottenham. He wouldn't have taken the job, you know. He didn't need to take that job. He's taken it. He's got some decent players there. His front three when they're firing are a challenge for any team. Yes. Um, but like you say, he hasn't managed the squad very well. He's still got some bits and pieces. You look at their back four and you think, yes, please. You know, Eric Dyer, mm-hmm. the name fits, doesn't it? Dyer, you know, at the end of the day, <laughs> I really don't understand how that guy gets gets anywhere near an England shirt, to be honest with you. And, um, <laughs> you, can only get, you should only get near a, a, an England shirt if he's in, like, JD Sports, really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or a holiday, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, <laughs> and Romero's out long-term injury. You don't wish a long-term injury on anybody. You know, mm. he gets fit soon and he's back playing. But he was the, voted the VIP defender in Serie A last year. He didn't sign him for, for no reason at all. Yeah. So we're back to Sanchez and Dyer, which is which if you're Jota, we spoke about earlier on the final word show, your Salah, your Mane, your, your Oxlade Chamberlain, if he plays, or if you're Thiago. Yeah. There's, there's food and drink there, isn't there? And there's a couple of things as well, psychologically, from Liverpool's perspective. We don't know what's going to happen. Again, we're doing this show based on the perspective that it is going to go ahead because we can't do, we can't not, because otherwise we just go, the game might not go ahead. See you later, everyone. And then it goes <laughs> ahead and we've just not done a build-up show for it. But we know that the Leicester quarterfinal is coming up in the week as well. I think most of the lads, there'll, there'll be heavy rotation for that regardless of what happens. So there is a little bit of... Go ahead, go again, go hard, empty the tank in this one for the for the main for the main men, um, which is probably all the motivation that these lads need at this point. They actually we're a squad that revels in pain, you know. There's almost like a how much are you hurting? Well, I'm hurting this much. Well, I'm hurting this much. All right. Well, I'm going to go and hurt more. So I, I win. I win the hurt war. Um, so yeah, we, Liverpool have got that, and we we have got a, a sensational record on the clock in December as well, uh, largely for that reason. Less so in January when we we pick all the pieces, of, you know, the broken bag of pieces together and rattle them out and shuffle them out onto the pitch one more time. But yeah, I, I that's that's something that we need to. We've got in our favour regardless of what happens here. Is that this Liverpool side are going to be absolutely pumped for this no matter who takes the field I find Liverpool play best when they've got lesser breaks between games I find when Liverpool have got long break, long breaks between games that was when we struggle um, or so winter breaks or, or holiday, winter break, warm yeah. weather training yeah, yeah. when, when oh, those come that is where Liverpool tend to fall off a little bit Liverpool right now look like a team of chomping at the bit. They they want they want this league. Every time Mo Salah gets interviewed, it's like he says he wants the Champions League and the league, which is exactly what you want to hear, don't you? You totally. want to hear the best man in the, the best player in the world saying, "I want these things" when he's playing for your club. So I think our mentality is absolutely in the right place, and that is what gives me the notion that I I. I go into every game thinking we're going to win, and this game is no different. It might be a bit more of a struggle than it was last night, mm-hmm. but I still think that we'll match Spurs where we need to match them, and then we'll excel in the places where we excel. And hopefully, we've got a nice away win, and then hopefully, City drops some points. Yeah, wouldn't that, wouldn't that wouldn't that be just the best Christmas present at this point? I think. Look, I think the Leicester game is interesting because we've no idea how how we're going to treat that, and Leicester are going through their own issues with, with COVID as well, and we know Liverpool have got some issues, which are, which might be one of the contributing factors for this game because 
Uh, Spurs are coming out to the back end of it now, whereas Liverpool might just be entering into it. We'll have a little bit of a chat about the Liverpool situation when we come back from the break. Uh, we have got a trivia question before then. Um, Liverpool have only beaten Conte once. Um, it was 2-1. What was the team we played against and who scored the goals? Answer after that. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey everyone, Mate here. Just a little insert from me to say that if you enjoyed this podcast and the other podcasts that we put out for free and you want more than my word, you can have more on the redmentv.com. Go over there, sign up and get extra bonus shows from us each and every week as well as a whole suite of video content, documentaries, features and interviews. But yes, you can also play those podcasts in your native podcasting app as well to have a seamless Redmen TV experience in your ears. TheRedmenTV.com, sign up there today. What a festive-looking chap he was. <laughs> um, yeah, you can get your gift cards uh, to try uh, Redmen Plus. Whether you want to give it as a gift to a friend or you want one of your family members to give it to you, uh, that is an easy way to sort that out. And they're available at redmenmerch.com. Right now, we've got their 50 greatest players of the Premier League era. Two-part special coming out on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day as well, so make sure you check that out. We've also got a prize draw for our Club Legends subscribers, which I'll do momentarily. But the trivia question was, um, the pool only beaten Conte once. It was 2-1. What was the team uh, that he managed and who scored the goals, Ian Young? Chelsea, Henderson and Lovelin. It was indeed. It was the Jordan Henderson absolute screamer <laughs> of a goal. The greatest goal of Jordan Henderson's career. It's funny because I haven't done the, uh, the Hendo 10 book, which is off to the side, which I can't reach, but it, it was, it's boss. That's also available. Um, there was a lot that he had a really bad season for injuries that year. Mm. but that So that was like his main big highlight before. Freaking hell! What a what a highlight it was. The 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 care, the way the ball comes. Oh yeah, the looks like it's going over the bar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just dips in the dips in the top bin. Um, yeah, absolutely. Out as well. If you got that right, um, well done. You're an absolute. 
you're an absolute genius. In fact, MD95 in the comments got it there, as did Trusted Audio. Uh, I am D1 and only. Very clever. Um, got that as well. You guys are absolutely brilliant. Um, yes, we have got a prize draw. So we're running a advent calendar style competition for our Club Legend subscribers over on Redmen Plus where every day uh, from the 1st up until and including the 25th of December we've been doing prize draws giving away cool Liverpool stuff some cool little things and some really really ridiculously expensive things that I'm you know Maybe a bit mad to be giving away, to be perfectly honest. But there we are. It's Christmas. Let's be festive. Uh, the prize for today's draw is uh, this wonderful uh, calendar and um, uh, framed picture from Jack Design. In fact, guys, would you carefully model them for me? Uh, Ian, you take that one because I realise I don't actually have an individual camera on me. Look at that. Wonderful stuff. That is the prize for today. Uh, so, yes, if you're a club legend, your name goes on to the big wheel of names, which I have got as an open tab, and I will find right now. Right, we're ready to spin. Let's go now. Drum roll, guys. Ooh. Keep it going. Don't lose it. Ooh. Hey, Tom Star 990. Wonderful. Well done, guys. Well done. Well done. Well done, Tomstar9902. Uh, you are today's winner. You win that wonderful uh, print, uh, framed print, I should say, and the calendar as well. Nice Thank you so much. Yeah, it's very, very cool. It's nice that. It's cool it is. That. In case you're wondering, actually, it was the um, it was us battering Manchester United. Uh, the uh, the uh, the comic strip version of that, which is absolutely phenomenal. Jack Design. Go and follow him on Twitter as well. He's brilliant. Um, Yes, in case you're wondering, we're doing a double prize draw. If the game goes ahead on the watch along, uh, it will be, <laughs> it will be, uh, <laughs> I think it's Steve and Chris doing the watch along at the weekend. Uh, we've got two of the beers of Anfield Road um, sets, which are coasters, which are very, very cool beer themed uh, Liverpool coasters. And this, yes. Uh, there's also two prize draws so the other one is for the Jordan Henderson Evolution of Jordan mug as well so yeah that is for you guys so become a uh, Club Legend subscriber on Redmen Plus you also get free Redmen merch and you get access to our Discord group which is full of wonderful human beings chatting with us about the Reds uh, what more could you ask for um, right let's press on with it um as it stands we don't know what the situation is the situation as we understand it Steve is that for the Newcastle game, Virgil, Fabinho and Curtis Jones had, had positive lateral flow tests. They were awaiting PCR tests to confirm their situation. It's hard to imagine a world where that, you just kind of have to, you'd imagine they're going to come back positive. So you're more than definitely going to be missing those three. Yeah. It's just what happens on top of that, whether we get any more cases back. Totally. And, and it also depends what happens, length and breadth of the country as well, because... Mm -hmm. Very much a watchful eye on that situation at the moment, and, and probably rightly so as well. Um, but but with those guys, we have heard lateral flows can be a bit bit miss. Mm -hmm. um, I think what we need to do is legislate for them not being there. Yeah. We need to think about a team that goes to White, White Hart Lane, whatever they call it these days, as you said, um, without them. So 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 for me, it's who who plays instead of them. I think yeah. that pretty much they pick themselves as well. I think there's the, again, <coughs> we just don't know. Ian. So there's a chance that a few more come back. Now we know Liverpool didn't even didn't even consider asking for any postponements of the game against Newcastle. My strong suspicion is it would take something mega for Liverpool to ask for postponement because 
Klopp hates fixture congestion. Now, unless someone was to turn around and say, and we know also, I don't think the decision's being taken until Monday, whether they're going to make any you know, grand postponements of the league or pauses or, you know, behind closed door games or anything like that. So they're gonna they will probably try and get through this game regardless. There'll be a tipping point there. But given the strength of the squad, it would have to be I think it would have to be a concentrated hit to a particular area of the team for Liverpool to consider asking for the game to be postponed. Well, you mean like our centre-back situation last season? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, given that we know Nat Phillips is out till the new year, having fractured his cheekbone and uh, owning the San Siro, um, we know that uh, Reese is still out on loan at Swansea, although he's likely to come back in January because he's not getting en- enough games. But with Virgil likely already out, that's maybe one of those circumstances where if you get... If you lose Karate, Matip and Gomez, then that's probably where Liverpool go, hang about, we'll have, we'll have a word here. But if it's only those three, I think we'll be okay. If it's one or two others, he might feel he's okay. Where, actually, where do you think the tipping point is? I think it'd have to be a lot more. I think you've got to be looking at like three or four more cases, I think. I think because what what me and Steve talk about a lot is momentum. Mm-hmm. At, right at the moment, Liverpool have got a good momentum going. So by... Postponing a game that that doesn't get called off is hurting our momentum. So I don't see why Klopp, unless we've got an absolute dire straits, would call for would call for a postponement. Especially like you said, when he hates fixture congestion, and by doing that, something that Spurs are going to learn all too quickly mm-hmm. is when you've got three games in hand, you've got to try and fit them three games in hand somewhere. <laughs> yeah, and it comes absolutely. Horrible. Well, the worst thing, the, the worst case for Liverpool, there, there is obviously some space in January, but at the moment we've only got the two Premier League games in January. Obviously, you've got space for cup games to happen. The worst case for Liverpool is, let's say, Sal, you know, unless Salah goes down with it, you know, or Mane goes down with it, or Cater goes down with it, you want you want those lads playing available because they're not they're not going to be available by the time January and Afghan comes along yeah. again as it stands. That's what he will be fearing. Is okay, so I postpone it. I push it into January. I'm already missing yeah. my two main, two of my main goal threats. I'm then playing another. You know, be playing Tottenham, who who will be stronger in a in a harder in a harder environment for us. Totally, and and, and that's a really good point. You want those players available for as many games as you can, and obviously, we remains to be seen what's happening with Afcon. There's conflicting stories out there. Um, I think a sensible decision will be made whenever it's made. It might be made 48 hours before the tournament. You just don't know. Yeah. But you're quite right. Why push Spurs into a round where we've got Bobby Tacker and uh, Bobby Jota and Origi up there? Mm-hmm. You've not got Mane and Salah, and Salah, who clearly are, you know. It's a very fluid situation, isn't it? And they just need to be. And, it became, and Liverpool have fallen far with this too many times in recent years where we've had, you know, the fixtures have fallen unkindly for us due to our own success and stuff yeah. and, and and the way that we manage the squads they won't want it they won't want a fixture pile up in any way shape or form so yeah it's it's just a mad it's just mad it's mad that we're having the, the conversation but again it's also quite funny and you know just jokingly albeit in a not particularly funny overall situation of course that it's the amount of people who aren't calling for the league to be to be you know postponed but my fear on all this and this is just I, I'll take it. I'm going to have to kind of strip the humanity away from this because COVID is a serious thing that you know will need to be sorted in some way, shape, or form. But my fear is if they if they if they have a break, I'm not sure it comes back. 
that's my worry is if they stop yeah, it totally. yeah. you know rather than find a way to press on if they find a way to press on I think they'll keep it going but then if they do stop it it's then what's the point at which you bring it back because it doesn't look like there's no major changes happening to the to the world yeah. that's necessarily going to stop it from spreading it's a again it's a very it's a very tricky situation we just and, and look as fans of football for whom football is our major escapism we just wanted to to carry on whilst it can carry on. I seen a thing on Twitter yesterday, and it was <coughs> it was some, some something a news site had said that football should be like basically saying football should be the first thing to go, mm-hmm. as in because of the amount of crowds and stuff like that. And I was, oh yeah, like to pick and choose your events yeah. as though like football is less important than going to a, con- going to a concert or whatever. As always in these things, football gets mentioned. What what people don't forget is how. F- important football is a lot of people a lot of people's mental health has suffered an absolute thrashing over the last two years there's there's, there's older guys that go to football match and the only socialising they do is at the football game that they go to Mm -hmm. and these people are not being took into account on Wednesday night I saw a thing where there was um, you had to take in you had a Covid passport or you had to take in your a negative test to say mm-hmm. you can get in the game and I thought that was a really good thing because I thought there might be people out there who go to the game who aren't vaccinated who might now go out and get vaccinated mm-hmm. so I thought it was a good thing and a positive thing for the country because I thought that might move that on it just seems that that's just been lashed out the window after 48 hours it's weird isn't it because it's mad because again it's, I think it's a big cultural thing and I don't want to get lost too much in the COVID things I know it makes people irate but we went over to Vancouver a, a couple of months ago for the Cop Connect Cop Canada event over there, and like it's just again it's called it, they, they were very stringent on masks and they were very stringent on they call it like whether you call it COVID passport or COVID proof of, it, it's proof of vaccination. It's, you yeah. know, if you're double jabbed, they just require you you go into a restaurant, you just have to show that you've got that you've got that and you've got your mask in there and and you're fine and, and and you can get in. And it was a bit annoying having to it's an extra step to gaining entry, but when you've got it on your phone. And you're just holding your phone up and showing something. It wasn't difficult, but it was just it was accepted over there, and everyone was just getting on with it to the point where people had lanyards on around the neck and walking around with a lanyard so they could just go dead easy. There's me pass. There's me ID on the other side. You, you can get in. It's the problem is it's all being lumped into into wider problems that we've got in this country where everyone's annoyed with you know what what the, what the governments are doing and people lot of people don't listen to advice and you've got conspiracy theories running running wild and all that kind of stuff. It, it might help. I mean, Jürgen Klopp coming out and taking quite a, you know, a, a very, you know, <clears throat> clear stance on it, and just saying, "I back the, I back the science." Great, let, let's get on with it. It needs to be cleared up. The point is, it's not football's responsibility to solve the country's issues, and also football shouldn't be getting booted to the into touch for the for the for the failings of other people in, in that regard. I hope that they're sensible this time around. I hope it's allowed to continue in the best possible way, and I hope they find the way that that, that makes it. Keeps it safe and makes it fit for as many people as possible because I don't know. I'm biased. I, I, I could really do with football carrying on. It's literally my livelihood. Um, but the but for a lot of us, we do need it. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a, the point is it's all a mess. It's not something we're going to solve here. On a, it's on very a, on high a profile, channel. isn't it? Football ridiculously yeah. high profile. It adorns all the newspapers. It's on the television every single day. We've got things like this and things like Sky and BT and all that stuff that that build builds its whole whole life around football and. It's very high profile, and I think it's um, it's very easy to look at Liverpool as a as a target. You go, you go down Church Street, Liverpool this afternoon, and there'll be as many people in Church Street as there is in Anfield. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and and you need to take it. I was at the Echo Arena in the week, and it was it was 
you know, much more rounded view is what's needed rather than just point the finger at football. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, look, let's have a little look at the games that that are definitely are still on at the moment, or the games that potentially could go on. Uh, I'm going off Google actually because I actually don't know how many have been cancelled or not. But the, the, the <laughs> there's five still on at the moment for the weekend. Uh, Villa Burnley. Uh, then there's Leeds versus Arsenal, Wolves, Chelsea. Newcastle City, oh well. Um, <laughs> and then it was Tottenham. So, uh, look, let's be honest, like, particularly if St. Maximum went off injured, it looks like he's the only threat in any way, shape, or form. I've no hope for Newcastle there at all. Wolves, Chelsea's an interesting one, though, Steve, because they gave us a really tough game. They didn't quite give City the tough game that I was hoping for. Mm. Um, but once they, once they had a bit of a goal, they gave City a bit of a tough time. Chelsea are floundering a little bit at the moment. It wouldn't be outside the realms of possibility for Wolves to, I don't necessarily win the game, but they could quite easily stop Chelsea from winning that. I Absolutely. Think. Um, Jimenez was very unlucky to be sent off. Change, change. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, second red, yellow cards are yeah. soft, isn't it? Yeah. It totally took a lot away from Wolves because he's, he's a defensive part of their team as well as an yeah. attacking force in their team. They're quite capable of, at home, as we saw, uh, making life difficult for Chelsea. Um, it's not beyond the realms of possibility that that's another one-point game for both of those teams. Mm-hmm. Um, Wolves have got this this resilience. The manager's done really, really well with them. Uh, both Liverpool and City knew they'd come out of the game, although City won it. They knew they'd been in the game. Uh, they're really, really well drilled. They'll they'll make Chelsea work really hard for anything they get. And at the moment, Chelsea seems to rely on Mason Mount because four goals in four games. And you know, you never know. That's the most likely one of the two. You don't see Newcastle getting anything against City, do you? But Wolves are quite quite capable of making Chelsea's life very difficult because I think at the moment Chelsea are looking for a positive result to get back on the road. Yeah, it's um, yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed. I mean, it's one of those games where both of those opponents. It's a hope rather than expectation situation there, Ian. And again, it goes back to Liverpool have got the toughest fixture of the weekend, and that's why all the focus has got to be on that. And again, why you don't want that down the line as long as if Liverpool have got Mohamed Salah available for this football match I'm almost not asked who else is in, <laughs> not else is in the team and I'm, I, I wouldn't I'd be shocked if Jürgen kind of thinks any, anything other as long as you can put 10 lads and Mo Salah on the pitch he'll, he would probably preface that to any other kind of uh, situation because we just need to go up and keep the momentum going keep ticking over try and get those three points and then worry about well, worry about what happens next week next week Despite a massive COVID outbreak within the club, this is going to be our best point of getting our best team out against Spurs. Anything down the line, you just don't know what's going to happen, especially with the Afcon and that coming up. So you've 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 got to go. You've got to go with your best team there, haven't you? And you've got to go and you've got to go and try and win. Um, Shelby could get an early goal again against City. You never know. And then City could still. We never know, do yeah. we? Um, no, but look, I I don't think Wolves. Will beat Chelsea, but I don't think I don't think Wolves will beat many top teams. But I think they'll get points from them. That's the type of team they come. Yeah. They seem to mean to me. Um, so I'm predicting a positive weekend for Liverpool. Um, I think Chelsea could drop points again. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of happens, of course. But yeah, um, we got a super chat in from Stevie G here. Not that one. <laughs> one. Says so where do, where did I where do I where does he get my Liverpool top from? It's glorious. From the it's from the Liverpool club shop. I took myself shopping the other week and I couldn't it's nice, yeah, genuinely it's nice couldn't, couldn't resist. Make sure you use our affiliate link if you do it though, because it gives us it gives us some doubt. Uh, that'll be on the Redmen Twitter account. Um, yeah. Uh, 
in terms of Liverpool then, who, who's out there? Again, let's just go with the notion that it's just Van Dijk, Fabinho and Ke. Is there anyone we probably have to rotate a touch? No, not, not at all. Just same team same that team started Newcastle. Newcastle because it is our strongest eleven at the moment, um, and, and giving Canate game time will do him the world of good. Yeah. And, and I think it's too soon for Joe Gomez to be playing against pace of yes. that nature in Son and and, and uh, more in particular, mm-hmm. who, who'd like to get the ball down, and run at you. Um, Joe Gomez love games to play. I totally agree with what Klopp said. Uh, I just think Canate and Matip is, is is the combination right now. Um, and there's no reason to change it. Ox, Ox could feel rightly aggrieved if he came out for that game and didn't play. Yeah. Um, and you look at who else is available. We talked about sometimes Cater doesn't get the disciplinary inside of it. Well, Tottenham have got a combative midfield, so we'll need to match that. And I think Ox playing behind them and in front of their back four might just make them sit a bit deeper than, than they'd like to. So yeah. I think I think we leave it as it is, um, like you said, and then... And then we change seven or eight for a midweek game against Leicester. There's a slight chance, I suppose, of anything, Ian, that Naby, Naby coming off the bench and Bobby coming off the bench, you might see them. If you're going to see change, it's probably those two are probably the most likely, you'd imagine. Um, but I can't, I, just, I can't see it being much more than that. Before Steve spoke, I thought then Naby might come in just because the way Klopp's done things earlier on in the season because he has brought Naby in when he's had him available. Yeah. Um, but Steve's convinced me otherwise now. <laughs> but um, I think if there will be any changes, I think it, I think Naby, I think Naby might come in, um, just because I thought he had a pretty good cameo last night, and as well yeah. as Ox played last night, I thought Cater brought something different when he came on last night. He looked bright, didn't he? Mm. You know, he definitely got that like just. The, the dribble and the close control, trying to make things happen around the edge of these. It, it, it could do worse. And the good thing about if you play, if you get Cater more minutes and you get Bobby more minutes, it gives you actually a bit more flexibility for Leicester to decide how you want to approach that game because we're talking about making big changes for the Leicester game. I think all of us would definitely put a, I said B team, definitely closer to the team we played against Milan than the team we the played. Milan team, I know. think I'll play. Yeah. But it gives you a bit more freedom that your B team could either have. You know, it could still be Roberto Firmino leading the line. It could still be, you know, again, Naby Keita could be could quite easily start that game. You could be Oxley Chamberlain in that team. It could be it could be Jotter in that team if you if you want to do that. Um it, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how he manages this, but again, I can't keep stressing well, I think I'd like to see um Keita and Firmino play against Leicester with, with Ox in midfield and, and maybe yeah. Milner or, yeah. or even Tyler Morton, give him some more yeah. time, some more games. Those are the games when you can knock the ring rust out of those players by playing them in. It's not a dead rubber because it's a quarter final. Yeah. And it's a, wouldn't it be nice to, to, to win another trophy again? That's the way we have to think of these things. Yeah, it's interesting that we feel like we've we've flip rotated with Man City this season in terms of how we are. You know, like Liverpool have been, started, have been battering teams left, right, left, right, and centre. And like we're, they're out of the domestic, they're already out of that League Cup, which is very unusual for them to be, you know, yeah. who, who've. who've Run riot over that in in the Pep Guardiola in particular. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how Liverpool cope with having the extra fixture work because every year I've been like, oh, extra fixtures for City that'll take something out of the legs, and then it <laughs> doesn't. So they just seem to keep keep going on. But yeah, we'll see. Um, just in terms of Spurs and who they may or may not have, a few people talking about obviously the lads in their squad who've had COVID. Um, the latest I've got here 
is um, Regulon has a late fitness test on it. He had a little problem with Sergio. He's having training sessions, but we don't know if he's 100% fit for the game. That was on the 16th. Uh, Brian Gill is ill with COVID, apparently facing it. Uh, let's say ill, whether he is or not, we don't know, but he's facing a late fitness test. 75% is saying Son is a 50 50. Oliver Skip, uh, apparently Dane Scarlett. Wow, what a name. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, and yeah, Lucas Mora as well as another one. So we don't quite know what the Tottenham squad is going to be like mm. in that regard. Uh, but yeah, more information on that will as we get a little bit closer to kick off, of course. But fascinating, interesting because we talked about their front three being a problem. Two of their front three are currently being assessed, and we know that it's a respiratory thing. So yeah. you wonder how much gas they've got in the tank for a game against Liverpool. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> the impossible question is ever more impossible. Not as impossible as Chris's attempt to do the start of the eleven prediction show, um, which will come later on today, but. Score prediction, Ian? Go 2-1, Liverpool. Okay, 1-0, Liverpool. Yeah, I do feel it'll be a... a, 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 a we either blow them away in half an hour when they're a little bit... We catch them cold, yeah. or, yeah, if this is a, a, a patched-up 2B teams <laughs> scrapping it out head-to-head -head and it becomes a horrible, hard-fought 2-1. Chelsea versus Everton game last night, you mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, look, at this point, I said before, I honestly do not care... I, I, I've upgraded from I don't care how Liverpool win to I don't care as long as Liverpool play and Liverpool win <laughs> um, whatever whatever it takes to keep things going but let us know your score predictions in the comments uh, what is your tipping point by the way you know it, what point and how many would Liverpool have to lose run some hypothetics you know before you would you would ask the league to postpone this game Um because it is an interesting question. Is it another? Is it one more centre half, or is it just Salah going down, or, or whatever? Do let us know. Uh, yeah, make sure you drop a like on this video if you're listening in podcast form. Uh, thank you so much. If you want more content from us, do uh, do do go and try Redmen Plus out. We have got all of our studio-based content is available in video and in podcast form as well. So if you want to get us on the go, you can. You don't just have to sit in front of your telly. Uh, there's build-up a reaction to all of the games this month and every month, in fact. Uh, instant match reactions an hour after the game, final word the following day uh, and of course loads of documentaries features and interviews that you can't get anywhere else it's like Netflix for Liverpool fans so if you want to check out that 50 greatest Premier League players two part special Christmas Eve Christmas Day and the reaction debate show to it on Boxing Day uh, then yeah make sure you join up Redmen Plus on the RedmenTV.com two tiers there and Club Legends will get you entered into the aforementioned Club Legends prize draw which will lead up to Christmas Day we've got a signed Kenny Dalglish Liverpool shirt the yellow with the red pinstripe but arguably the greatest Liverpool away kit of all time signed by the King yeah become wow. a club legend and you're in the uh, draw for that one on Crimbo Day um, gents thank you so much it's been an thank absolute you. pleasure yeah. no fucking idea what's going to happen from here <laughs> on in um, but yeah we'll be we'll be covering it in some way shape or form regardless uh, so thank you so much for joining us keep your heads up uh, go and uh, yeah obviously you know all that all, if you're going to say it I'll say it too just get just get vaccinated. Hey, be sound. Save us, save yourself, and hopefully let's get the football going. Uh, and yeah, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful uh, weekend and see you all soon. Ta-da. <laughs>